0: Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets.
1: Welcome to episode seventy.
0: Is uh, that right? Or seventy-one? Seventy-one, 71, 71 of yeah. Walzer
1: Automotive Group's Car Selling Secrets. Special guests in studio with us today:
2: Moon and Grant, and Andy Brabant, and last but certainly
1: not
0: least, my good friend Tommy
1: who's buying me pizza after the show. We'll be right back after this exciting announcement from one of our sponsors.
0: Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that you know adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Oh, my God. Oh, your mother. Three three messages. 625 arrival. I'm headed to PBI now, in case you care. (laughs) Oh, boy. Wow, it's good. Here she comes. In case you care, <laughs> apparently uh, she doesn't think I care when she's coming home.
3: That's a trap, you know how you. How Man, do you why don't
0: re- you answer my texts? What texts? Turtle dove. <sighs> oh boy! I, doesn't well, she I'm know have you're to, working? Yeah, only like you know, twelve hours a day. I know. All right, you guys talk about yourselves. I got to text her back. The
1: I brought you two guys in here, so I didn't I'm just have to gonna do put anything. i to two letters, F-U,
0: right. and <laughs>
2: that'll be the end. Anyway. That'll be the end. I'll, No, I'll text her on the way. Which no. one's the middle finger emoji? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: they got one on there. In I would not be surprised if they did eventually.
3: You know, today's kind of a special day because uh, Grant, who used to work with me on the afternoon show at KS95, mm-hmm. um, gets to meet Tom. He's been listening to Tom his entire life. Yep. He's only twenty five uh, years old. He's thirty six. Thirty six.
0: Well, and he's thirty four. Yep. Yep.
3: yep. And then his parents also listened to your show and still do. I love by the his way. family. I want you to know that. Yeah. And I have so a job because of your family. <laughs> at one point in time, Grant said, uh, "You know, have you ever met Tom Bernard?" I said, "Yeah, several times." And and uh, he said, "God, you know, what's he like?" And I said, "Dude, let's just go meet him and be on the podcast in a few weeks." come on down. And that was the day your, your brother passed. Right. And then, uh, we had a conversation that night and, uh, you know, I, I just, I, it's still got to hurt. I know.
0: It's a bitch. I, I, I tell you, honestly, it, it just, every morning when I wake up, I went, God, he's dead. I cannot believe it. I'll never, I didn't get to see him because he found out in April he was going to die, but he didn't tell anybody. Yeah. So all of a sudden I just got a call, you know, after I left when I do the morning show here, then I go home for about an hour, hour and a half, then I come back and do the show here. And the second I walked out that door, they, they, I got a call from my brother Tony said that Troy's in the hospital and he's going to die. And I said, what the hell are you talking about? Whoa. Because I hadn't seen him because of COVID in almost a year. Uh,
2: yeah, I think uh, it was my wedding. It was the last time I saw him. Well,
0: last time I saw him, I think it was in January. Yeah, so it was almost a year since I had seen him, but yeah, so I got that call, and then I, you know, and they said he's going to die today. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" So I want to go see him. They said you can't come because of COVID. COVID. Oh. You can't come. So I never saw him again. Like, what no. are you going
2: to do? Give him COVID?
0: Yeah, he's like, going to die worst, anyway. What's what the, the worst thing that's going to happen at that <laughs> point? He's dying anyway. what the hell? The... But yeah, he was cremated, so I just, I'll never see him again. It's going to be really
3: weird. Isn't it weird in life how you get that one call you'll never forget?
0: Oh, I'll never forget that call.
3: I, I remember. I've had a lot of calls. Uh, over the years, but when I was down in Houston, Texas, I was having lunch. Beautiful day, was great food, great service, enjoying everything. It's wonderful. All of a sudden, the phone rings. It's my son in California, and uh, I'm thinking, "Oh my God, how much does he want? Or <laughs> is, is he okay?" You get those
0: calls too, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah.
3: As, <laughs> as, a, as a dad, you do. You and do, I, really. I'm wondering, you know, is everything okay? And um, I got a great kid out in L.A., smart, and he's Well, if great. he lives in L.A., he's not that smart. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't of that <laughs> Yeah, great dad and all that stuff. But anyway, this phone call comes in and he says, uh, hey, Dad, do you remember uh, a few months ago when I went to Las Vegas? I said, yeah. He goes, I got married. I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they don't right? want to do that. And he said, well, you know, my wife is in a very staunch um, uh, Catholic family and it's the only daughter, Right. and they wanted to have a big ceremony around their only daughter's wedding. And so they were really angry, and uh, I didn't want you to be angry as well. That's why I didn't tell you. Oh, you.
0: because they ran off and got married. So they ran
3: off and got married. I go, yeah, okay, well, yeah. congratulations. I'll send you a gift or whatever, And plus I didn't have to pay for a rehearsal dinner. That was awesome. (laughs) Works absolutely. And And then he comes on. He says, "Oh, and by the way, you're going to be a grandfather." Oh, so that's why. That's why you went to (laughs) Vegas. Exactly. Okay. And he and I said, "Well, when?" He goes. We're in the delivery room right now. Holy <laughs> So I got uh, my son go. was married. I was going to be a grandpa, and it's happening right now in one phone call.
1: Did your son know that long-distance calls are now free <laughs> yeah. on those carriers? It's uh, not like the old is.
3: days. Yeah, it is Now we text and uh, you know use social media and stuff. You and know, he, oh, God. He, he called into the last show on the air,
4: and that was amazing. You guys spent a little moment on the air together. Oh, well, your
3: son called in? Yeah. yeah we had not talked in two cool. and a half years. Why? Why? Um, you know, after his divorce. Um, Wait a minute! Is this the
0: same guy who just got married?
3: Yeah, he's now divorced. <laughs> oh, so he's got. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, am I related to him?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my family.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> three, three kids in two years and got divorced. No, uh, but yeah, oh, um, you know, we get along. You know, great now. But we had about two and a half years, and I think. In family relationships, you've got differences, and sometimes, you know, it becomes bigger than it needs to. I you mean, know, politics yeah, can get involved. Two of them. You know, sports can get involved. You got Packers, Vikings fans in the same house that can't talk to each other. It's just unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: I have. I have a brother and a sister that don't talk to me. Really? Because I because of this the radio show. Wow! I don't know what the hell they that's hate. All Fog
1: around. hat or what's the problem? Yes.
0: <laughs> if you ever play Foghead again, I'm never. I got to tell you a quick story. About I don't
1: know. want a slow ride, and I refuse to take it easy. <laughs> yeah, your
0: son getting divorced. So my brother Tony, who's the second youngest, Troy was the youngest, then Tony, second youngest, and so he gets divorced for the third time. Right. Okay? He gets divorced for the third time, and my mother calls all the boys: Terry, Tom, Todd, Tony, and Troy. Wow! are the five brothers, right? Mm-hmm. Calls all the boys together. When he gets here, when Tony gets here, I want you to be nice to him. I know how you guys are. Don't ridicule him and don't make fun of him. He feels bad enough. I want you to support yeah. your brother. Yes, dear. Yes, mom. Whatever. <laughs> so we're sitting there, and Troy, the one who just died a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago now already, I'm like, there's no way he's letting this go. No. He's one of the funniest human beings I ever met in my life. God, he was funny. So we're just sitting there, we go, don't worry about it, Mom, we'll treat him with kid gloves, it'll be phenomenal, you know, three divorces, whatever it is, all the rest. The door opens, and there's Tony, and Troy Troy, Troy goes, oh, look, it's Liz Taylor. (laughs) 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 It was fantastic. Uh, Didn't she get divorced like eight times or something? Yeah, I think. think It was like she and Larry King, each been divorced like eight (laughs) times. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. she got got married
2: eight times, but two of them was the same guy.
0: Oh, Richard Burton? Yep. Yeah, she married Richard Burton twice. Mm -hmm. So she has been divorced eight times. Didn't, uh, she, he died, marry,
1: yeah, didn't she marry the guy that was working on her house or something yeah. like that, too?
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: Oh, wait. One of them, the guy died. Oh, one of them so died? So she was oh. divorced seven times. Only seven times. widowed so once. So that's not that bad. So yeah. she got away with it one she time. She did. <laughs> my brother told well, me he get was divorced. Well, it was a one-year-long marriage when he died. So, How, what? Uh, the guy who died, Mike Todd, they got married nine, or 57. He died 58. Well, Mike um, Todd has been
0: dead since 1958. Why, yes, he has. He's a big producer. Was Mike producer. Todd, don't you mean Avram Goldbogen? Yes. I, I do. Know. Avram Goldbogen
3: is really Mike Todd. Yeah. Really? Transformation right there. <laughs> yeah, a little transformation. A lot I don't of even times. Know what- a lot of times, uh, dying is an easier way to get out of a marriage. That's true. Right. <laughs> <Generally laughs> that's
0: absolutely true. So, Grant, where did where did you grow up?
3: I grew up out
4: in Mound. Um, what did you? We have family owned a golf course for a long time, Lakeview Golf Course oh, out yeah, there. Oh yeah, I love that
0: golf course. So that's
4: where I grew up. Actually, you know, when I was a young kid, my uh, dad had me out there mowing greens to crack a mortar. Did I see,
0: have I seen you there before? Yeah, my. I knew it. Yeah, I knew I had met you before. One
4: time, my father was down there with me, and we got to meet you one time. So I. Uh,
0: I was, he, got to, was when he you drunk, to
1: the... laying on his back in the sand. Trap. to
0: get out of the floor. Yeah. <laughs> No, when I saw when you came in, I went. I've met him before. Yeah.
1: No, it was that's it was
0: cool. a long time ago. But uh, yeah. yeah. So that's where you know
4: in, in our household, we never turned the news on in the morning. Every household radio was going on, and that's how I got into radio. For a long time, I ran really? that business, and unfortunately, we had to get out of it. Uh, well, about 2013, we sold the golf courses. Yeah, but
0: Atlanta was probably pretty valuable, so
4: you know. Got my parents in a good spot, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, there you go? So yeah, went to get into radio and now I'm here. I worked with Moon for a few years. I still at yeah. Hubbard over there doing great and So what are you doing for Hubbard now? I work as a I work with Talk KS95 and with Score North. I'm a producer for all of them, so I'm basically oh, okay. the fill-in right. whenever someone's out. I get to jump in, so I'll do the
3: morning shows, all there, you their know, different shows idea. and Hard, and, hard yeah. working kid.
0: That's how it should be. Yeah. What's now, the name of the woman that works at KS95's Morning Show? Des. Dez, what a nice person she yeah, is. she's awesome. I ran into her a couple of times, and she was very, very pleasant. See, that's the whole thing. That's the thing that pisses me off about this whole political climate. We are direct competitors. We take money out of each other's pockets whenever we get good ratings. But we can all get along, but you pricks can't. Right. What is that? I don't understand, because I... I there's only there are only two guys are both friends of moons that i can't stand but you know <laughs> he just starts laughing it's because you guys it.
1: are all socialists i mean you give the product away for free
0: yeah that. that's true socialism it's completely true. Yeah, un-american so <laughs> no get out of that, my country
1: but, you radio people
0: so that's that's cool i i just actually jenny hubbard said a very funny thing when i was inducted into the hall of fame she was there and i said you know i gotta be honest with you that uh you know jenny hubbard's here hubbard broadcasting kstp uh i want you to know that uh, i've known uh, jenny hubbard since she was a little tiny kid as a matter of fact she once wanted me to get wanted to fire me when I, she was nine years old <laughs> which is true because i worked at kstpa i'm back yeah when she was nine years old she goes i was two <laughs> <laughs> a two-year-old wanted to fire me, but uh,
1: hey, Moon you know. John Hines was here last week, and I forgot to oh, tell you. Him. Don't mention that the governor had a moon day in front of Tom.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh no, Hines had, like, has had two. <laughs>
3: you had? How many have you had? Just one. You had the one moon day? Yeah, I had a moon day down in Texas too until oh, so you've yeah. had two, I've had two moon days. <laughs> I've
0: any moon days, but I've had asshole days. I was yeah. going to say there's probably been a few other ones for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, a, a few other ones for me. Not uh, you know, yeah, that's not in the cards for me. I don't think it's, Let's make it happen. I remember nah,
3: when I first moved up here. <laughs> when I first moved up here, Stacy and I were trying to get to know the audience and get to know the city because I'd right. never even been here before. Uh, and there was a big thing at the Minneapolis Convention Center. And uh, we had people uh, approach our booth. The way to drag people up to meet us was, um, if you knew the secret password, we would give you a prize. So people would come up to the booth, and they'd have to whisper in my ear, Tim Palenti has a hairy back. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> right? Oh <my. laughs> he deserves it. And all of these people just start flowing up, and they're like, Tim Pawlenty has a hairy back. <laughs>
0: Maybe he does. I've That's never seen him without a shirt. Here's a t-shirt for you. <laughs> I've never seen Tim without a shirt. Tim and my mother were really good friends. Really. Except for my mother was a way, way hard Democrat. Yeah. And they, he would wait on her hand and foot, and then she'd go, "I love you, but I'd never vote for you." <laughs> <laughs> my mother no. like, okay, whatever. We got to take a break here already.
1: Time's yeah, flying that, by.
0: You're busting your ass. <laughs> to be able to make
1: it. Are you like my new strategy? <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> Low
1: you're effort, Tom. high reward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One thing about ra- that I've learned about radio people hanging out with you guys, if you don't have anything to say, just don't yeah. say a word because they will never go more than two seconds without Can't saying something. That's <laughs> true. There's yeah, no a, dead
2: air. It's a conditioned there response
0: that. to dead air. Yeah, you there say is that. We'll be right back. By now you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. My friend Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, fit me for my very own my pillow, and I haven't stopped raving about them since. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape
3: Next year, I'll give you a couple shots on the front nine.
0: Well, who am I to say no? Why not bank with my family's banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Oh, well, Now we're talking. We just had a little vote here uh, in the studio while we're off the air about uh, who is who has the biggest prick cousins of anybody on earth, and Michael Bryant one. won.
1: He won! Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but well, we can't tell you who his cousins are so never We mind. can't? I suppose you could, but I don't do you think he wants that out there?
1: Well, he told although,
0: you. Although the state of Minnesota is probably a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Cuomo brothers are his cousins. Really?
1: That's hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah, my cousins are all dead or in prison so I don't have to worry about it. It all works out. They're all north side guys so what the hell, you know. My yeah, cousins are all named Whitefoot.
3: Whitefoot? Whitefoot. Huh. Where that, where's the name? Where, where are they from originally? Well, Nebraska. I mean, there was a lot of Indian stuff going on that way. Are they, are they Native Americans? Native American? Americans, if that's what you want to call it, yeah. You
0: know, J.B. to this day insists that he's part Blackfoot Indian. I said, really? no, you're not. Just because you're black and your feet are black <laughs> yeah. doesn't yeah. mean you're a Blackfoot Indian. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Settle down, you pill.
3: Well, <laughs> no, you never know.
0: Well, he might be. I suppose he could be. It, it's all true.
3: Do You ever talk about cars during car selling secrets? No, we haven't. No,
0: <laughs> We good. can if you want. Yeah.
3: Every don't. once in a while, we do a
1: car episode.
0: Get off your ass and do your job. Let's go. I, <laughs> just, I, there's you no have no point. interest. <laughs> I, there's no point in me talking.
1: <laughs> We've got a couple weeks of non car uh, stuff ahead of us. This is really weird. So, Ryan Winkler. And Pat Garofalo are supposed to be on a week from today.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Monday, uh, Ryan says, "Oh, screwed up. They just called a, se- a special session. We're going to have to, you know, reschedule." And I'm like, God, it's too bad. I was looking forward to having both those guys Special in. session. Garofalo hey, okay. this morning says, "So, are we still on for uh, cocktails and lunch afterward, or was that a campaign promise?" And they said, "Well, you know, why? Ryan can't make it, so we're going to reschedule." It, yeah. And then Ryan goes, "Oh yeah, I got my dates wrong. We'll be there."
0: So they are coming. Yeah, they are. Oh, God, Ryan. What a d- Ryan, if you're listening, you're a moron. <laughs> yeah. God.
1: He's the House Majority Leader in the state of Minnesota.
0: And he's still a moron.
1: Yeah. And God. he went to Harvard.
0: One of those that Harvard really morons. Really? There you go. Although I can't say that because your dad taught there. So I
3: know. Mind. It's kind of strange when you talk to politicians, especially at this time in, in the world, you know, because yeah. people are so. Completely polarized. Mm-hmm. For that's example, the good thing about I about these two guys, though. They're not. They're one's not. a Republican, one's a Democrat. And Which is great.
1: We, we had them on individually. Ryan's been on a couple of times and we were talking. I think it was about October. It's like, hey, would you guys want to come in and do the post-election deal? Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Cool. And I said, well, let's do it just in case this goes on a little longer than we think. Why don't we have it like towards Thanksgiving? <laughs> oh, Winkler's like,
0: it'll be over Tuesday night. I'm like, yeah. mm, apparently not. You know about that, <laughs> Tuesday, just, January twenty-first or right. something.
3: When the popular vote uh, was announced in most states, mm-hmm. uh, and it was becoming apparent that. Donald Trump was not going to have as many votes right? and as many, uh, you know, uh, electoral college votes and stuff like that. I was just thinking to myself, I can't wait to see what Saturday Night Live does with this. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I guess
0: that Jim Carrey was amazing.
3: Jim Carrey was fun. and That's what know, I heard. And they put him on with, uh, you know... Uh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Right. It's pretty good. And then somebody said the other day, it's like, okay... Now, are we going to have Jim Carrey on Saturday Night Live every week for yeah, like four that, years? Yeah, that's the question, yeah, isn't it? For four years, they might. Do you think he'd do it? I don't know. Maybe how much amazing. they're paying. Uh, I haven't seen the ratings. I, you know, this is something I used to do. I used they're to good. get ratings uh, emailed to me every single oh, day yeah. Yeah. Uh, for television. And the reason I did that is I wanted to know what our listeners were maybe watching. Sure. And I became. Absolutely. I was like the Rain Man of ratings. Which was kind of weird because I have no mathematical skills. (laughs) You got a pencil, a piece of paper, you're fine. Don't worry about it. No, but I would always go into my boss's office every Tuesday because that was what I called report card day to see what the ratings were. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we'd go through that. And uh, Saturday Night Live, I think, over the years had huge ratings and then, you know, smaller ratings depending on the cast. The current cast, I like most of them. There was a period of time that I completely tuned Saturday Night Live out. Yeah, I couldn't watch <laughs> yeah. it. And then there were other times that I couldn't wait to watch it. I yeah. love
1: the new the the current Weekend Update guys. Oh, they're, they're great. great together. Colin Michael Che. Colin
0: Yost. Well, he's married to that homely, what's her name? Yeah. yeah. Jones. Jones. Everybody's yeah. going to take one for the team every <laughs> exactly. once in a while. What a homely I mean, woman you're married to there and at college. I can't he's a think
1: nice guy, of a skit that I've seen Keenan Thompson and
2: that I didn't like. No. Yeah, yeah Keenan's so funny. funny, too.
4: He's really And good. he's been doing it his whole life since yeah. all that. I mean, you yeah. probably grew up with that, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, all,
2: yeah, that's right.
4: He was way back
0: in the day. Keenan and Cal. I think Cal was a great show. Yeah. I loved watching that show. What was yeah. your favorite Saturday
3: Night Live bit ever?
0: Uh, it had to be Billy Crystal. What was it? I, I love Billy Crystals and Christopher Guest. Those guys together. And then that's, have you ever seen, um? Oh, what the hell's the name of that movie that I just love where the guy moves the... A gay man moves to a small town so he can get the theater going. Oh, oh, uh, waiting for Guffman. Waiting for Guffman. Yeah, there. Corky St. Clair. Corky St. Clair. (laughs) And at the end, one of the city councilmen decides that he's now gay. and he's in the front of and he goes, Gorky! <laughs> it's hilarious. It's really funny.
1: I love the Dan Aykroyd, Jane Curtin bit where he was, uh, he had a, d- a bunch of different ones but the gag was the same. He was a manufacturer that made really dangerous stuff for kids. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, <laughs> Johnny Johnny Human Torch right. that got kind of us stuff.
4: Yeah. I was a big fan of the, you know, with Alec Trebek, the Jeopardy skits. Yeah.
0: Because oh, every single
4: person that would be in those was amazing.
0: Did you guys ever sit in a room with Daryl Hammond?
3: I have not, no. He is a bizarre human being. You know, oh, I saw a documentary
1: Ooh. about him and he he, oh, had, yeah. he had a tough upbringing he and his dad effed him up.
3: and Wow. Yep. Oh yeah, He'd really bad. Been in bad.
1: and out of mental hospitals and yep. it, it, it's... It, it's hard to watch, but it's really kind of riveting.
3: My favorite was Sweaty Balls. Sweaty <laughs> Balls was
0: very fun. That good was Alec Baldwin, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That Alec was, Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. How
1: could you get through that without cracking? <laughs> oh, it? That, bit? Uh, that oh, was good. Honestly,
0: God! You're talking about some great television there. Uh, is it that good? I've not watched it in years now. Is it any good? I heard that. Uh, that Dave Chappelle was phenomenal. I that heard was, he was,
3: that yeah. was really good. They had him do like 15 minutes of stand-up to kick the show off yeah. rather than have him in a bunch of skits.
0: Did he really drop the F-bomb like three he times? He dropped the N-bomb a bunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's Dave Chappelle yeah, right he there. he does not care. No, no, like Lauren yes.
1: Michaels in the back on.
0: Oh,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, He's gold, though.
2: Uh, so apparently SNL scored big ratings with Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. They got a 2.62. <laughs> oh, that's
0: big ratings now?
3: You know, it's big
0: ratings now, <laughs> yeah. Oh, TV has got wow. major problems, yep, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Well, newspapers and broadcast television are almost over. They're, they're mm-hmm. teetering on the brink. Yeah, that's 9 million viewers. It's I watched tail. it because
3: the wow. Foo Fighters were on. The Foo Fighters are my favorite I rock I love band. Foo Fighters. They are phenomenal. I think phenomenal. Dave Grohl. Have you ever talked to Dave Grohl? <clears throat> yeah, great guy. God, I want to meet him so bad. Yeah, great He's guy. Who's going to
1: be on next week?
3: Oh, crap. <laughs> He's on uh, car,
0: no, car Selling secret. Secrets, exactly. <laughs> Dave With Grohl. Dave Grohl. I don't know. I don't think. Oh, Dave
1: the Grohl. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought
0: you said Dan. You were talking Dan about Dan Grohl. Grohl. <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> go. His
1: cousin. The implement dealer from... Okay, cousin. so
0: uh, who's your
3: favorite rock band, Tom?
0: I still can't get past the Beatles. I yeah. can't. I just can't. That Can was 30, to, I was 11 when they broke.
3: We were listening to Get Back last night at about 1 a.m. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like all kinds of music. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, hmm uh, But, you know... Mostly rock, but I don't frown on country like a lot of people do. No, I don't either.
0: I I am getting to be a bigger country fan the older I get.
3: Last night was the CMAs. I watched that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I posted for Veterans Day Online, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue by Toby Keith, which I think is one of the, you know, just a great American song. And few songs make me cry. That one does. I used to cry at the Wild Games when they had that stupid video, (laughs) right where where you could see Minnesota transforming from summer into winter, and then uh, the hockey would go. And you know, I'm listening to the song, and I'm sitting here going, I'm crying, and people are looking at me like
1: snorting estrogen. What the (laughs)
3: matter with (laughs) you? I don't know. But I used to have great seats for the Wild. I was, I, I actually, I was right next to one of the Hubbard family that had season tickets right next to me so i always had to be careful what i would say because they're my employer right, that, <laughs> you know yeah would
0: well, it be good if you didn't run them into the ground <laughs> while they're sitting there and
3: they were and uh, it was rob and he would always oh rob's know, a great guy buy, buy food for everybody we had so much yep. fun at these games so sitting there uh you know watching the game and uh uh i was right behind the bench on the blue on the uh, the blue line on the red line what's yeah. the one in the middle I'm having a moment.
0: That's the red line. Red line. I was right on the red line. Yeah, yeah, right red line, red line. Yeah.
3: And uh, you could hear the players, and back when Derek Bugard was there, and oh yeah, um you know, uh, But because I couldn't take my wheelchair down the steps anymore, unless I wanted to yeah, play, right. cause a YouTube event, <laughs> right? That would be fun True. to see. Uh, I ended up uh, having to change seats, and I ended up selling my season tickets.
0: Yeah, I tell you, I want the, you talking about country songs. I, God damn Alan Jackson, that song, Remember When. I cannot listen to that song. without tearing up? That's
4: so funny. I I heard that song on either Wednesday or Tuesday after the election.
0: (laughs) And I'm sitting there
4: driving in my car, and I'm thinking, wow, this is just so parallel to everything. It it got me. What a
0: great song that is. But I tear up every time I listen to it because it's about him cheating on his wife.
4: It is, yeah.
0: And I've never done that, and I don't want to do that, but that's not why I tear. It's just so sad how remorseful he is for what he did
4: and the, the guitar in the background oh, is so God, slow it's it is just wonderful. perfect
0: it's a great song my mother was a big big country fan a big gigantic country fan. and don williams another guy that bitch can sing a huge man. voice oh what a great singer
4: and you also i mean you're a big fan of lincoln park too yeah i love lincoln you've all, park. You used to say that a lot so you can go all the lincoln way from don williams to lincoln park yeah
3: <laughs> that's a hell of a road <laughs> yeah. right there they should travel together
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, let's see, the Don Williams opening for Lincoln Park. No. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome, though. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. All I'm a big Metallica fan. Just, I just admire the hell out of them. They put together this deal that nobody else had ever done, and it's really I good. got
3: the chance to meet uh, Metallica. Oh, yeah? They opened for Guns N' Roses, and they played Mile High Stadium in Denver. And oh, I, sure. you know, was on the air, so I got, you know, backstage passes and all that stuff. And uh I, I, when, when Guns N' Roses comes out, Axel sings about half of the first song. Then he walked off the stage, went and got in the limo and left the whole stadium, <laughs> seventy thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> he just left. <laughs> what? Okay? Axel Rose. A- baby. And so Slash is just playing and they're trying to improvise because they gotta now fill. Right. Yep, yep. And <laughs> What ends up happening is the uh, rock and roll promoter out there. His name was Barry Fay. He was a big deal. Uh, Fay went and got in the limo and took a gun and put it to Axel's head. Holy Hannah! And told him, "If you don't go back and finish the show, it'll be your last day on earth." Holy Christ! And the next thing you know, Axel's back
0: on stage. Yeah, he's still alive. That's yeah. a good thing.
3: And then we got to meet Metallica backstage afterwards. Uh, James Hetfield. Great. Nice guy. Yep. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Lars. Yep.
1: I never got uh, Guns N' Roses. I I think he's absolutely horrible. Without singer. talent.
3: Yeah. Well, I he's agree with that hundred
0: percent. I think he's a terrible singer. <laughs> that warbling shit. I, hate, I that. hate that so much. All right, we gotta take. My God, it's time is flying by. We gotta take a break again.
1: All right. We'll be right back after this exciting announcement. God, you're
0: working so hard. I know. <laughs> Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes.
1: We're back with this exciting episode in which Doug takes a break. Yeah,
2: Again. (laughs) Sits back, puts his hands
0: up. You're unbelievable. Have fun, guys. Yes, why don't you talk about whatever you'd like to talk about. You guys, you're unbelievable. No, I mean, I think it's very good for people to understand there are three radio guys in this room, and we all get along. Unlike every other job, apparently, in the world, for Christ's sake. I just, I really wish this whole unity thing would work out, but it's not going to. It's no, no.
1: Car work. guys are like that, too. I mean, I've got friends. That's true. That is Luther, true. David and Luther and Paul are really good friends, but it doesn't mean that they don't want to kick each other's ass no. all the time, too. that's exactly right. We ran a promo. Oh, boy, this was 11 years ago. Remember the Price Detective? Oh, yeah, sure. I got in, yeah. big, I got in big trouble with that one. Uh-oh. <laughs> Paul came into my office and he goes, what did you say on the radio? And I said, well, I don't remember exactly, but um, he goes, yeah, well, and David Luther is a very religious person, he's a Christian. because David Luther, I just got off the phone with him, and I've never had anybody swear at me and quote Bible verses at the same
0: time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> David Lucifer.
0: Yeah, <laughs> trying to change yep. his name. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't know that. I know Danny really well, and I think the world of Danny. the great guy.
1: I've only met him once, and he's not. you know, David runs the company, I think, right. Danny. Yeah,
0: he does, absolutely.
1: Ste- went off and took his money and went and played golf from what I can tell. But,
0: Spends more time on the golf range than any living human. He's always hitting balls on the range. Yeah. It's amazing. Not today. No, he's not hitting any balls today. That's very, very true. Last week it's 80 degrees, and
3: this week it's, what, Eight. 27. Duh. Yeah, 20 the roads seven, are slippery. Though. I mean, you know, when, they I, was, are. when I was driving yeah. down here, they're pretty greasy, and I haven't driven in snow for a while because I was in Florida last winter. Awesome. Not going this winter. You're COVID. not going to go at all. COVID. I'm too freaked out. I mean, I was yeah, in the hospital I when I was down there in the medical care down there compared to Minnesota. Oh, yeah, oh, no. Yeah. I mean, here I feel That's like, true. you know, I'm okay, you know, and I'm a, I have had so many people close to me that have been exposed to COVID like <clears throat> it's happening now yeah, all the time. It does
1: seem to be gathering. It, it steam. used to be
3: where I didn't even know anybody that knew anybody. <laughs> and then it was, "Oh, did you hear?" and then there was a couple radio people get it. Uh, you know, the, I was exposed to it yeah. myself
4: with someone at my work. Oh, you were. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't. I tested negative, and you know, it was just for a few minutes in the room, so I had to yeah. go get the protocol quarantine for a little bit. But I was fine.
3: The uh, one of the people that I work with, her name is Ginger Grace. She's awesome. Ginger Grace. Ginger Grace. I like uh, it. She is a, a healthcare worker that visits me daily, tries to keep me upright, and uh, she the other night. Uh, was exposed to COVID outside at a fire pit. Oh, no yeah. mass. Yep. But she started having you know, certain signs, runny nose, a little bit of a cough. So they tested her, and the uh, test came back negative. But they said, well, wait a minute. You can test too quickly. Yeah, So that's you have right. to take yeah. another test. Yeah. So no ginger grace for me today. Well, let me ask you a question, Moon.
1: So when they come out with a vaccine, are you going to get it?
3: I have asked my neurologist that. And uh, he said that we are not going to rush into that until we find out what it's going to do to people. Because there's a lot of times where the medicines uh, do worse things to you than the disease, right? I I
0: guess you get a hangover from this. That's what everybody's talking about. You get a hangover from the vaccination.
1: How can you tell? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Okay.
0: Great to see you, Doug. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I I finally do know three people that had it. I didn't know anybody for the first time. Nine, ten months. Me
3: too. And now I know three people that have it. Well, I am not going to go to Florida where they have four times the cases. Yeah. I was there for Mardi Gras. I was there for spring break. All of that, you know, Trump and DeSantis are good buddies. Yeah. yeah. And uh, everything was left open still today. And I had a friend just go to Panama Beach, uh, Panama City Beach last week. Uh, and and I said, well, what's it looked like down there? And he said, 15% of people wearing masks, if that. If that. Yep. right and it's just spreading like crazy i mean last night we had 22 icu beds in this town available 22 yeah, that's it that's it yeah, and I mean, that, can, that can change pretty quick
0: right now if you're in minnesota why wouldn't you want to wear a mask it's more com- It's it's warmer yeah yeah
3: you know, why wouldn't you want to wear a mask now? It's colder thermal mask. thermal mask. Yeah. That's a good idea. Here's another way you and I can make money, Tom. A thermal mask, baby. <laughs> Tom and I need to just hang out and come up with whacked out ideas.
0: I don't think that's so whacked out, people. It, it does keep your face warmer.
3: Yeah, it does. Your own breath might not smell that great. <laughs> that's
0: the way life is.
3: <laughs> Do you know those uh, road uh, signs like electronic billboards? Yes, yeah. That was my idea. <laughs> I sat in a meeting with a bunch of corporate guys from iHeartMedia. Where's the do-re-mi? Let's go! Well, yeah, well, I talked to them about this idea where if you wanted to advertise, uh, you could do that with a JPEG file in certain markets, you just, you know, because they can't be moving right. videos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you just take a JPEG file and you could broadcast Chevy trucks, you know, in Seattle, Washington from mm-hmm. 10 to 2 for this rate, or whatever, and I came, oh, it's a great idea, but the projection systems are way too much money. Fast forward 10 years, you know, now you can buy a TV, like an 85-inch TV for yeah. 250 bucks. <laughs> I don't know right? about 250 yeah, Not that much. But so anyway, because the projection screens are so much cheaper, yeah. now they're out there, and I drive by those things, and I hate my miserable life every time I <laughs> see one.
0: I don't know that you have a miserable life. Yeah, you, I've <laughs> met your wife. I think you're fine. No,
3: I'm fine. Was it
1: Clear Channel that started selling those up here?
0: Yes. I Clear remember. Clear
3: Outdoor Media. Paul's yeah, Outdoor are, Media, right.
1: It's usually very reserved and doesn't get super excited i mean he's an interesting guy but that's just sort of his affect mm-hmm. he got pitched on those things he dragged all the general managers together and it was like he'd seen god yeah. He was like, this really? is gonna be great what does everybody think I, I, I want your honest opinion isn't this great it's like how do you say okay it's a million dollars paul it's kind of a lot of money for billboards
0: yeah yeah kind of
3: it is a lot it was a lot, and, and, and at effective. first they
1: were kind of controversial because there were a lot of cities that didn't like them. And was that that was, had to be, what, 2005 or
3: six, Something like that. Yeah. Yep, there goes another big stack of money. Yeah, right? What are you going to do?
0: I heard you want to do billboards with your arms stretched out to the side, <laughs> but somebody else beat you to it. That's what I've heard.
3: <laughs> That's right. Oh, I know that guy, too. I do, too. <laughs> I had another uh, brilliant idea. I came up with uh, the fact that when I was hungover, I would always turn my pillow to the cold side. Of mm-hmm. Sure, I'd flip it because my face was burning up with alcohol. <sighs> <Yeah>. Right, <laughs> and so uh, I'm Genius. thinking, yeah. why not come up with a pillow that's cool, right? Mm-hmm. And so I got together with a couple of inventors, and we worked for a while uh, and got it all ready. And then once we were ready to, you know, market it and do all that, uh, we had a lawyer look at everything. And the lawyer says, "Well, what happens if the, you know, the uh, refrigeration malfunctions and somebody gets frostbite in their face? You're mm. going to get sued." And I'm like, "Going seriously?" He goes, "Oh yeah, people look for things to sue about." Oh,
0: do they ever?
3: Right? S- and I'm like, "Going so what? What do we do now?" And he goes, "He goes, well, you know, we can come up with some kind of a." Uh, disclaimer you have to sign when you buy one i mean there's you know different ways we might be able to get this done Mm -hmm. and i go well how much is that going to cost me because billable hours right right and so the next thing you know he gives me a figure and i'm like i'm out you know i don't want to sit there and fight this forever
0: only three four hundred grand yeah legal fees don't worry about it
3: so two years later stacy and i are on the air and there's a uh, a website that offers novelty christmas items Guess which one is on there? The oh, chillo. Oh, the go- chillo. Uh, that's right, oh, no. the chillo. The chillo. Right. And now that I don't drink, I don't need it as often. I was going to say, <laughs> it, didn't, it
1: didn't occur
0: to you just to drink less? So what did you
3: drink when you drank? My last drink, I remember very well. I drank a fifth of Captain Morgan out of a big gulp glass with no mix. Oh, I just powered through it. Was it a quart? It was, yeah, it was a quart. I think a fifth and a quart, pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. And I drank all that. 4 fifths of a quart. (laughs) And uh, after that, I could not find my way home. Mm -hmm. And I was driving. And as a matter of fact, I couldn't find the Rocky Mountains. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's drunk. <laughs> and you're kinda, living where then? They're kind of big. Denver. You couldn't find the Rocky Mountains <laughs> in Denver. Mac- yeah, that's how drunk I was. Okay. So I get it's gonna home. will be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I get home. I pull. Uh, well, I was going to try to hit the driveway, but I hit the yard instead, and all of my things were out in the yard. My uh, first ex-wife uh, threw them all out. She threw them out the window. And she said, "You're out of here." And I said, please, what can I do? She goes, you go to rehab right now. So I said, well, you better drive. <laughs> <laughs> Get right?
0: a DUI on the way to, to spin dry. Right? So how long I ago love was this? It. When did this happen?
3: Uh, that was, I believe, in 88. 88? Wow. Yeah. October 4th of 88. When did you stop drinking for good? October fourth. So, oh, that's, that's the years. day. It's been that's that long. Year. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. The Almost first
2: exactly two years after I was born. Yeah. Yeah. I've exactly. been dry a long
3: time. Yeah. Um, I remember my first day in rehab. This was awesome. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 not <laughs> I like an team. awesome rehab story. <laughs> yeah.
0: <but laughs> awesome rehab.
3: Good place to go to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I go in and nobody's really there, and I hadn't been admitted yet. They just said well you can sit in this you know gathering room and uh in there there was a refrigerator and just a couple tables and this incredibly hot blonde walks in and she goes hey she goes uh nice to meet you why are you here i said well my wife thinks i drink too much i didn't think that i drank too much my (laughs) wife thinks that i drink too much love it and i said well why are you here she took her pinky and stuck it in this side of her nose and out oh. that side of her nose. A little nose. too much
2: coke? Yeah. The yeah. cocaine corroded
3: oh. away her uh, main Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, this is going to be the best 28 days ever. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to have
0: stories to tell after this. I literally, by coincidence, just told the story about when I went to rehab eight years ago. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. At the end of it all... That was fun. The, at the end of it all, the board, I sit down in front of the board and they said, okay, Tom, you're through the program. We need to tell you something. You're probably not going to want to hear this, but it's the truth. You don't have an alcohol problem. You're crazy. <laughs> so awesome, basically, man. the awesome. the alcohol brings out the craziness in you. <laughs> you keep it under control when you're not drunk, but when you get drunk, I, I a lot of, of anger comes problem. out when I, when I drink. A lot of it.
3: They used to say... uh that i was allergic to alcohol it made me break out yeah break out windows break out <laughs> so
0: yeah
1: i so had a good might friend who, He claimed that God. it caused him to break out in dwis yeah, yeah.
3: break out dwis absolutely have you had one i've never had one no. i've never had one either i had one and then a few months later i hit a tree with a car and i left the scene of the accident and uh it was weird because it was in my hometown and i just left the car wrapped around the tree well they look up the license plate and then they go to the house of the owner that's correct and there i am drunk and with black eyes and you know all that stuff and it happens to be the cop uh, that we used to beat up when he was a sophomore in high school. He was, you know, that oh, one kid no. everybody picked on, he turned out to be a cop. Oh, no, oh, no. And I think, I'm going down.
0: you <laughs> got major problems. Here
3: we go. Another bail round. You know,
0: by coincidence, again, we were talking about, Zepp was talking about a guy this morning, hit a tree, got out of the car, took off the license plate, and went home. Mm, apparently doesn't realize there's a VIN number in every vehicle. say, you know this or not, but there's a VIN number in there. Well, so you could have just left those plates on there. That got, would have been fine.
3: I got drunk on New Year's <laughs> Eve one time, and I rolled my car, and it went over onto its side. Oh. So it wasn't on the wheels. It was just on the side of the car. And I remember I saw a light off in the distance outside of Omaha because I couldn't find Omaha. I'm, I'm okay, but, well, it's
0: not <laughs> in the Rocky Mountains. I will tell you that.
3: <laughs> right. You're not related you to man. Columbus, are you? No, no, no. Yeah. no but <laughs> you I... Yeah. Looking for yeah. India. So I, uh, I walk towards the light and I'm pretty intoxicated at this point and they had two pit bulls. It was a farm. Ooh. And so now I'm running the other direction Ooh. and I go and the I could see the dogs coming. I push my car, I rock it until it tips back over, right? It was really? just—it was a Toyota Starlet. These cars were about as big oh, as yeah. this table. Mm. It was very small. <laughs> a little
1: three-cylinder.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, I remember those. Cars. <laughs> a three-cylinder.
1: Yeah, wow. I think they were from Australia that. is where they made them. The Starlet. Yeah. So I tipped it back Starlet. over onto its wheels. Dude, radio it got guys it. got cool cars.
3: Oh, absolutely! <laughs> that whole car, brand new, was like four grand. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the go-kart driving around
1: in Nebraska.
0: Look at, uh, the tar- look at this.
1: Sponsored by Walser Automotive Group. Next week we'll be telling more DWI stories. <laughs> Remember, folks, drink and drive. No, actually, don't do that. <laughs> no, it's dude, not, yeah, a yeah, it's not, not a good idea. Not today.
0: Plan at all.
1: So 32 years off the sauce, though. It's commendable. It, yeah, is.
3: it is. Congratulations. You know, uh, my life got way better really fast. You know, I uh, when I was in rehab... You know, they'd have small groups to try to help you to get to know each other and mm-hmm. this and that. And then they'd let all of us inmates, and you know, I had to exercise, so they'd put us in a bus, take us to the Denver downtown YWCA, and we'd play war ball or dodgeball. Yeah. Right? One of my roommates, uh, I threw a volleyball at him when he was running the other direction. It went underneath his foot as he was running. Oh. He fell, broke his leg bone comes through the skin, right? Oh, that's and not good. They're trying to get this guy picked up and out of there. Uh, but guess what? They can't give him any painkiller because he's an addict. Oh, right? God. Ends up oh. suing the hospital later. Uh, wow. So some... they would have get sued
0: one way or the other. Yeah. They were going to get sued. <laughs> yeah. man. That's just how it is.
3: Yeah, we're still friends. <laughs> that's how life should go. That's right. Let me break your leg and we'll see if we still get along. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that about wraps up our show. We're going to be here that forever if we by, don't say man. stop. We will be back next week with our post-election political genius show with Ryan Winkler and Pat Garofalo, a Democrat and Republican in the Minnesota State Legislature. Looking forward to it. We'll see you guys all next Thursday. Over and out. <laughs>